Don't let pain teach you the wrong lessons. Jesus' dependency on his Father's leadership led him into loving and meaningful relationships. But that in-sync relationship also led him into much disappointment, misunderstanding, betrayal, and loss. Ultimately, that dependence led him to the cross, where all of his fans, his followers, and even his closest friends abandoned him in his hour of need. Even his own disciples took the cross to be the decisive evidence that he must not be the Messiah after all. Surely God's the God of success, am I right? Jesus was led by the Spirit. Jesus is the original Christian. And as such, the only theology that I'm interested in believing is a theology that when you put it inside of Jesus' head and he walks around and talks and acts, he ends up behaving exactly like he does in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So whenever we go through pain, it's totally natural to post-process and to try to learn how we could have avoided it. But it's also natural to look for someone to blame, with the usual candidates being ourselves, others, and God. This post-processing is helpful and can be really helpful if, if we take responsibility for our choices and if we don't take on a victim mindset and succumb to bitterness and angry unforgiveness and depression. I beg you to allow God deeply and directly into that process because it is so easy to stuff our pain down and end up driven and controlled by pain without even realizing it. Often, our strong reactions to external situations out there in the world are actually indications of our own unresolved pain. See, what offends me reveals me. So if you are experiencing pain right now and you're thinking that somehow it means that you must have missed God's voice or his path because it just hurts so bad or it just didn't end up working out, well, maybe that's the case. I mean, maybe you screwed it up, but that's not necessarily the case. I mean, if it is, okay, fine. Let's learn the lessons that God wants to teach us as we sort through the thing and how we could have done it in a way that's more pleasing to him and beneficial. And God can, of course, indefinitely teach us while we're in the middle of pain, because while we're in pain, we're a lot more receptive to change. But, 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 don't learn the wrong lessons through your pain. See, we serve a God who values love much more than he values pain avoidance. And love involves willingness to sacrifice. We need to press in in this post-processing to hear his perspective on our story. Otherwise, we may end up believing a lot of lies about our story and making a bunch of inner vows out of a self-protective motive that essentially puts us in charge of our heart and life from here on out. If you ever hear your heart or your mouth declaring, I'll never fill in the blank ever again, well, that may be an inner vow. And inner vows are usually signs that pain is taking a deep hold on us. Now pain is in charge of our decision-making faculties. Those inner vows are a sign that we need the healer to set us free. And I counsel you to schedule some time for root work with someone who knows how to lead you in healing prayer. God's primary goal is not pain avoidance. And if ours is, we're at odds with him. And we're in a very dangerous place where we're drawing a line in the sand where we say to him, I'll follow you this far, but no further. See, what's at stake as we process our pain is nothing less than the Lordship of Christ. We end up asking the question, 
How could I be so stupid? Here's how. Because you dared to love. You dared to hope. You dared to believe in people and to stand in the line of fire because people matter. Please don't stop doing that just because you got hurt. 1 Peter 4.1 Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking.